everybody, welcome back to Coffee with Crash Gal. This is episode three, and today we have a very brave, amazing person. Her name is Renee Sanchez Leal.、Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to let her introduce herself, but today's topic is going to be on infertility. So, Renee, why don't you go ahead and give a brief intro? Sure. Hi. Good morning and good afternoon, depending on what time you're watching this.、Uh, my name is Renee Sanchez Leal. I am currently the director of operations、uh, within this beautiful space called Society 204 Co-working Community in、uh, Edinburgh, Texas. And really cool、uh, to have this conversation here with Leah today.、Um, I'm very appreciative of being able to tell my story.、Um, And just you know, I'm I'm a career woman. I'm a hardworking woman, and I just want to share what、uh, a woman's worth and that definition is,、um, because I think society has put kind of a stigma on、right. what that looks like as、right. a working woman. Right. So, as somebody who has struggled with、mm-hmm. infertility,、um, do you mind sharing why you struggle with infertility? Is there a medical reason?、Yeah. What's the reason? So,、uh, when I was 16, I got diagnosed with endometriosis. Um, and it's not technically curable, but there are different、okay. methods that can be done to help prolong some, some of the symptoms or、okay. lessen them. And、um, so I've been on birth control since I was 16, and、okay. that's one of the more tried and true methods. But obviously, once you get married and you want to start having a family,、right. you get off the birth control. And、um, I thought it was going to kind of be one of these. Really quick, really fast、mm-hmm. things that happens, and it wasn't. So I、uh, went to the doctor after six months. Started doing a lot of、um, the more benign testing. Okay. So not very invasive, not、right. super、um, painful. I guess is the right thing. <laughs>、um, and I was trying to avoid that for the most part. Right.、Um, the official diagnosis is.、Um, I'm infertile because of the causation of my endometriosis, and so my scarring, my endometrial tissue,、um, actually lies in the back of my spine and has pulled my cervix in such a way that the only real way to get pregnant would be through IVF. Okay.、Um, on top of that.、Um, I am in the early stages of menopause. I got diagnosed、uh, at 30、okay. in the early stages of menopause, and so my ovaries are、um, kind of on the old side, if you、okay. can believe that. Right. Yeah.、Um, and so, you know, adding all of that together, I've been told that I have about an 18% chance of natural conception. Okay. So it's not completely ruled out. Like not it's not a zero percent chance, zero, but、no. most likely you'll have to do IVF.、Mm-hmm. Correct. And that's that. Is a very painful, very prolonged, expensive, and、right. not guaranteed procedure,、right. um, and that's that was a personal choice that my husband、mm-hmm. and I made that we were not going to put myself through that unless it was absolutely unless I knew I was going to walk out pregnant. Pregnant, right? Okay. So you're 32 now,、mm-hmm. um, and you have been struggling to get pregnant for how many years? Man, it feels like forever, but、um, <laughs> about. Five years. Five years. Okay. During those five years, I'm sure it's been a roller coaster of emotions, ups and downs. Yeah.、Um, how do you feel it has affected your self-image, or you know, how you feel as a woman? Tell us about that. Um. So society、um, kind of has defined a woman's worth in how many children she bears. Right.、Um, for those of us who don't have that privilege or honor.、Um, 
you definitely struggle with what you see yourself as. Um, you know, it doesn't matter the physical attributes or right. the DNA yeah. or any of that thing um, that, you know, defines you scientifically as a woman. Um, society will say, well, you're not woman enough to have right. a baby. Um, and so there was definitely a lot of personal mental health struggles with that. Uh, you feel broken mm -hmm. a lot. I can't tell you how many times I cried um, when I would get my period every month. Um, and you were like, again, I'm, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's it's disheartening. It breaks your heart. Um, and it's just, it's one of those feelings that it's very, it's very hard to describe. Um, but, you know, I, I knew I needed more, I wanted more out of life. And so that's when I decided, you know what, if God has not allowed me to have that pathway, then what I'm going to do is I'm going to throw everything that I can into my career. Um, and I'm going to nurture my career and that's going to be my baby. Um, and so what you see around us, this is my baby. This is yeah. the culmination of my blood, my sweat, my tears. Um, and you know, we've, we've raised it from the ground up. And so, you've done a great, thank a great you. job. So, um, so, you know, I, I may not have the human, the physical, the biological, right. but, um, you know, I, I don't feel anymore like I'm broken. I don't feel like I'm missing something. Good. So you've moved past those feelings. I have. Um, what helped you? Um, definitely the support of family, of friends, um, you know, you don't, you don't realize how much of that burden you're carrying by yourself. Um, and the thing is, is infertility is very, um, it's still very taboo mm -hmm. to talk about it. Right. It is. I thought for the longest time that I was the only one going through it. I did. I, I, you know, you cry and you suffer silently. Um, and so outside of my immediate family and my husband, nobody knew. I didn't tell anybody. I didn't right. want anybody to know. I didn't want that stigma. And there was one moment after the most invasive procedure that I had gone through um, that was the definitive, the definitive test to let me know that for sure I was going to be you know, on the infertile side of right. things. Um, in a moment of weakness and brokenness, um, and it wasn't so much for vanity or, um, you know, this let me put my whole life out there kind of moment. And I think with social media, people tend to think that that's what right. we do. Yeah. But it was more of like, I wanted to look back on that memory and know what I felt and that struggle and right. that pain, that heartache. Document it. And I wanted to document to see where my lowest point was in this journey. And I put it on Instagram and I put it on Facebook. And within two minutes, I had like 10 messages. Renee, thank you so much for sharing because I'm, you know, these are women that I've known my whole life or we're a family or we're my best friends. Yeah. And, you know, these are people I consider very, very close. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden I was learning something new about them and they were learning something about me, but it was in that vulnerability that we connected again. Mm -hmm. And I don't think people realize how many women struggle with infertility right. or, um, 
that journey of getting pregnant, we, you know, you see the stories of I'm pregnant, I'm pregnant, I'm pregnant, mm. and all your friends, and you want to celebrate, you want right. to be happy, but a part of you hurts right. with those announcements. Um, and so it just kind of became a conscientious choice to say, you know what, Lord, I understand that this burden, this journey um, is not for everybody, but I'm glad you blessed it to me because I'm strong enough to handle it and my voice is loud enough to empower other women and provide that support system, even if it's virtual, um, so that other women know they're not doing this by themselves. Well, it's a very brave thing what you're doing. Um, it's not easy to put out your yeah. vulnerabilities out in the open. And um, I think we need more women like you to shed light on, you know, what's really going on. I think I heard some statistic, some very crazy statistic that I didn't know about. Um, it's like one in three women will have a miscarriage mm -hmm. at some point in their life. But we don't know that because that's not something that people put out there right. willingly. Um, but I think if we're more open about it and more people take your yeah. lead, you know, it won't be such a taboo thing to talk about. Women won't feel like less of a woman mm -hmm. for, you know, having a miscarriage or not conceiving right away or not being able to conceive at all. Right. You know what I mean? Because like you said, you're still a career woman. It hasn't, you know, brought you down in any way, right? Right. Um, and I think, I think, you know, there's the advocacy for infertility and not making that such a taboo topic. But on the other hand, it's made me that much more vocal about, you know, women can do both things and right. we see it all the time our mothers were working you know women and moms and so right. you know i ladies if you're listening and you are a working mom kudos to you because you are doing it all and i love you for that like i'm 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 so <laughs> amazed at the, at the power of a woman right right um but for those of us who either chose not to have children because there are women who do that right or the woman who can't for whatever reason um we are just as fulfilled in putting everything that we have into our careers and the family we do have it doesn't mean that i don't have a family i have my husband he is my family right yeah i have three very fuzzy dogs and two very <laughs> chunky cats Aww. i mean those i have fur kids and yeah so my family is whole right i, I would love to have a baby I would love to have that opportunity, but I don't know that that's God's plan for me. Right. And I've made peace with that. Um, being able to have the opportunity and the freedom to then say, I have this amazing career um, and I get to be the cool aunt to yeah. all of my friends' kids. <laughs> um, you know, that's rewarding in itself. Um, that's where my worth is. It's not in the definition of being a mother. And I think uh, society, we need to catch up to that. Mm -hmm. So the more we talk about these things that are difficult to hear or talk about, um, the more empowered we become. And I right. think an empowered woman is, is a powerful woman. Correct. So I love your perspective. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, what I want to end with, though, mm -hmm. is if there are any women out there struggling right now with uh, their identity mm -hmm. because they haven't been able to conceive or they've been having miscarriage after miscarriage, what is your advice to them? Ladies, I see you and I understand you. Um, you're not alone. This is not, you know, your struggle to bear silently. Um, I did that for you. Okay. Mm. Um, 
no more. You will be able to contact me. I want you to 